This is Blockbuster Film School Office Hours. Blockbuster Film School Office Hours. It's Blockbuster Film School Office Hours. Office Hours. Office Hours. Yeah! Well, hey, everybody. It's the Blockbuster Film School. You're here. We're doing ourselves our office hours. A little segment for me and your favorite professor, Mr. Nicholas Souter. Hello. <laughs> and I'm Alex Bonner. Do a little recommendations for you while the blob spreads across the earth. Don't listen to the government. It's the blob. I'll tell you a couple secret facts. If you take all your clothes off and you scream, blob, be gone, the blob can't get you. That's true. I'm a doctor, but that's a different podcast. Anyways. Don't listen to that podcast. <laughs> Don't listen. No, it's okay. violently irrational. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's not true. But I do believe that this whole nonsense where using leeches to get rid of diseases is quackery. You should be having them. If the fact that you don't have leeches in your house is BS. Anyways. You contradicted yourself almost with every word in that sentence. Let, oh, look. Okay. Did you go to <laughs> Did you go to Oakton Community College Medical School? I don't think so. Um, I went to Family Video Medical School. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's why you're wearing a stethoscope. Yes. You demand for me to take my pants down all the time. Anyways, here at the office hours, it's a quick little thing we like to do at the Blockbuster Film School where you are trapped in your house and we are going to give you some recommendations. They're not necessarily our favorite, just a couple of five, actually, five movies that we like on Amazon Prime. Also, if you're listening to this later and you're no longer trapped in your house, remember how much that sucked? <laughs> it sucked a lot. Yeah. Also, I want to congratulate you, Lord Bezos, on your control of us now. Full control. Great job. Anyways... Here at the Blockbuster Film School, we've gone through Prime, and we've picked out five movies apiece, and we're going to tell you five of them we like that we think you would enjoy during this time of heightened having to hang out with your family <laughs> or no one. Look, we love you. If you got nobody to hang out with, you got us, truly. That's not a joke. Not physically. Not physically, but, you know, through the magic of podcasting. And we love you. We really do. Except but, uh, for a few of you. We know yeah. you know who you are, Jeff. Anyway. Um, Hi, Jeff. <laughs> also, if anybody wants to email us, I will gladly Facebook you for $9.99 for the first half hour. And then yep. each additional 30 seconds mm -hmm. is 99 cents. Yeah, he'll definitely. Remember the party lines in the 90s? It's just like that. Except <laughs> you'll ask me to put my clothes on. <laughs> They're young and hot and ready to party. Anyways. He's what? 37 and hates parties. <laughs> Happy birthday, you fuck. Hey, anyway, thanks. so uh, here at the Blockbuster Film School office hours, like I said, we're doing Amazon Prime. What's an Amazon Prime movie right now that people should watch, Nick? Let me Ooh. tell you. I thought there was a joke there, but I don't have any. So <laughs> Sorry. I'll just go with the movie. I'm going to start off with a movie that I can say up front yeah. is dumb as fuck. <laughs> this is one of my things for this list. Coming out hot. This movie has more plot holes than mm -hmm. it has plot. But it's nostalgia, it's dumb, and I think you should watch it. Agreed. It's The Monster Squad. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Directed by Fred Decker, co-written with Shane Black. Oh, wow. You might remember Fred. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know this that. This is his first screenplay. I learned something today yeah. in the Blockbuster Film School. You might remember Fred Decker from uh, directing, I think this is your favorite movie, Alex, Robocop 3. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Am I misquoting you? Uh, I feel like I'm saying the yeah, right thing. Yeah, because a RoboCop movie that's rated PG-13 will be cool. It's so cool. <laughs> Tom Newton's in this. This is the only yes. bright part. He plays Frankenstein's monster. He does. Basically, a bunch of shitty teenagers discover monsters, and they control a Frankenstein's monster with basically letting him see a naked teenager across yeah. the street while they're in a treehouse. This movie's actually pretty fucked it's up. It's pretty weird. But it's like 88 minutes. So I know. It's fun, it. too. It's like, what if all the universal yeah. monsters came after you when you were a kid and then you'd have to cut yeah. Dracula's dick off? I forget how it works exactly, but it's fun. But also, just <laughs> if you are trapped and you do have alcohol, I suggest a drinking game where every time something doesn't make sense, you sip your beer because by the end of it, you will be trashed. <laughs> First of all, this is the only, this is the only one I'm going to This is the only one I'm going to get into. Yeah. But like, Rudy's the cool kid who smokes and has guns and arrows, yes. right? Yes. Why is he hanging out with these losers? Their leader, by the way, wears a shirt that says Stephen King rules. It's the only yes. cool thing about yes. him. It's because Shane Black wrote it in the script. Exactly. So <laughs> watch this monsters. Yeah. Watch the Monster Squad. Yes. Get drunk. Watch it again. You're going to watch it twice in one night if you watch this because it's so fucking <laughs> stupid. You're going to love it. I agree entirely. I agree. My first one on Amazon Prime is also a goofy-ass 80s movie. And it's also kind of a, a play on horror movies as well. It is the Michael J. Fox classic Teen Wolf. Oh, yeah. Rod Daniels directed Rod Daniels of ridiculous movies fame. He directed The Super with Joe Pesci. <laughs> so that should tell you wow. something. Yeah. That's... Um, <laughs> That's out of nowhere. <laughs> but it's really fun. It's about a basketball team full of white idiots who suck, and they're terrible. And Michael J. Fox is very short, but he's plucky. And it's a lot of the kind of 80s high school tropes, but kind of turned on their head because it turns out Michael J. Fox genetically, hereditarily, is a werewolf in his family. Yeah. And then in the 80s, if you're a werewolf, you're badass at basketball. Mm -hmm. And also chicks like you. It's strange. There's a lot of weirdness. There's a lot of 80s not coolness in terms of wokeness. But it's baby Michael J. Fox doing really funny, cool stuff. Yeah. There's a The basketball coach has some of the best stuff in that. He's like, it doesn't matter how you played the game. It matters whether you won or lost. And there's a lot of just really fabulous stuff in it. Including, and I have to toss this out there, it's a preposterous movie that is, once again, fun to drink to, particularly at the very, very end, at the very, very end, there is a scene, you can YouTube this to make sure you got it, because I just watched it on Ovation, okay, and they kept it in, they still don't really know about this, at the very end, one of the extras, one of the final scenes, pulls his penis out of his pants, on the crowd scene. Yeah. And has his penis wagging out of his pants. It's funny. I'm sorry. There's a lot of funny nonsense in it. Michael J. Fox's eyes light up. Give me a keg of, of beer. It will delight you. It will take away your sorrows for an hour and a half. It's nonsense. What's another one? Sadly, this movie does not have any bleacher dicks. But <laughs> uh, this is probably the most feel-good movie I want to recommend. I don't even have anything really to say about it. It's the Birdcage. Yes, it's directed by Mike Nichols. Yes, listen to it's this. It's a cat. Mike Nichols movie, right? We got Robin Williams, Gene Hackman, yeah. Nathan Lane, Diane Weiss, Dan Futterman, Calista Flockhart, aka Mrs. Harrison Ford, and then Hank. Christine Baranski yeah. and the man who steals the fucking show. Whole movie, Hank Azaria. Hank Azaria. He is amazing. Yes, there's no way you can watch this movie 
and not just laugh your tits mm. off. It's it's great. Just watch it. It's, it's so great. fucking good. It's so it's ahead so of its time in terms of its how progressive and woke it is about just like relationships among people and loving each other and giving a shit about each other. But it's also about showbiz and nonsense. I love the birdcage. Yeah, and I know there's the original French version, which is also very fun. But this is Robin Williams and Nathan Lane and Hank oh, yeah. Azaria just. Just mugging the shit yeah, exactly. out of the camera. Just be straight. Walk like John Wayne. Then he walks like John Wayne. And goes, is that wrong? He goes, no, that's actually totally perfect. <laughs> the idea that there is a movie where there are all these preposterous, crazy people in it, and somehow Robin Williams is the straight man, it's insane. I, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. Fussy, fussy, fussy. I love it. Yeah. I, I can watch the Birdcage anytime. Also, if you're feeling down, watch the Birdcage. You'll yeah. feel better. <laughs> Unless you're like Mike Pence or something, and then I'm sure it will upset you because of how much you like it. <laughs> I read the secret that I know about. Yes. Mike Pence has the original French title tattooed in the back of his calf. <laughs> he loves this movie. And he loves that movie. I will go with another one kind of of the time of the 90s. Keep that in. Let's synchronize our watches, synchronize our claw. We are selling White Claw. Hey, everybody. Uh, hey, White Claw, give us a sponsorship. We'll come for you in the night. The Blob! Be gone, Blob! Well, that's why we're in the house, right? Because the Blob is running around, right? Yeah. I don't actually pay attention to the news. So there's a movie called Soap Dish. It came out yeah. in the 90s. It is about soap operas. It has Kevin Klein. It has Sally Field. It has Iron Man in it. It is... One of the wildest pieces of cinema I've ever seen. It is super fun. Whoopi Goldberg. I was about to say Whoopi's in that. Oh, Whoopi is so good in it. It's crazy. It's about showbiz, but in this weird way that you've never really thought about. And the 90s outfits on these people. And Oh, my God. Oh, it's so... And I love the acting because they're purposely being dramatic because they're soap opera actors. But don't know what the hell to do with their lives. It's amazing. Do yourself a favor. Watch show... Watch Soap Dish. Mm. Yeah. Nick, what's another one you got? I'm going to keep going with another Gene Hackman movie. I miss Gene Hackman yeah. being in new movies. He's not even dead. He's just retired. <laughs> I miss Gene Hackman yeah. in new movies more than I miss the majority of my extended family. <laughs> and if you're listening, right. my extended family, yeah. if you're listening, you are not Gene Hackman. Um <laughs> But yeah, on Amazon Prime, yeah. the 1974 Francis Ford Coppola classic, The Conversation. Yes. It is. Oh, a, wow. It is tense. It is an awesome thriller. We got Gene Hackman, yes. Harrison Ford, Robert Duvall, Terry Garr. This movie is so good. Yeah. It's like the American version of Blow Up. You got to watch it. It's. I, I don't want to say anything else. Just that. Just that. Just that. You nailed it. Honestly, it's great. Yeah. It's a great movie. And I didn't even realize it was on Prime. And I'm going to watch it because I love the shit out of it. Yeah. Another one. It came out in 2002 when I graduated from high school. So it messed with me quite a bit because I loved it. And it also was a very dark comedy. It brought a lot of people that you like now kind of all together. It's Burstier's Igby Goes Down. Oh, yeah. It's a great kind of cult classic. Um, Kieran Culkin plays Igby, who is this beyond rebellious rich kid asshole who openly has disdain for his insane family. That is Susan Sarandon and Ryan Philippe and Dr. Ian Malcolm. And he decides to just run off and try to live his own weird life in nineties, New York, but 
and does a pretty good job of it. Yeah. But it's a bizarre movie. I don't normally like these kinds of movies, but it's, there's something so charming and so it's because of Kieran Culkin. I, it is Kieran Culkin, but also like Amanda Peet. And then why can't I think of the guy who's in um, no Pullman. Chernobyl and oh Jared Harris? Jared Harris is great in it. Jared He's Harris. so good in it. And I, there's so many great actors. It's such a great ensemble movie. And as always, you know, Doctor Ian Malcolm steals the whole damn movie. He always does. Yeah. But do yourself a favor. I I think it's a great movie. It's really worth watching. Still stands up. Still funny. Still weird. 90s New York. I want to add two things to this yeah, before we, we yeah, move on. Yeah. One, Burr Steers is the guy on the couch in Pulp Fiction yes, who shot. Who gets, He's Flock of Seagulls. I know. Second, since we are talking about 2002, yeah. my MySpace name, like when you typed it in <laughs> the top, like the uh, URL code, yeah. was myspace.com forward slash Pavlov's Pothead. Oh, I like this. I also still sometimes when people ask me, how are you doing? I say, Pretty sensational. Yeah. I just, I, <laughs> stupid ass Igby. Anyway, do yourself a favor. Check it out. What's another one, Nick? My next one is fairly dark. Ooh. And if I'm saying that, it's dark as hell. I'm going with the remake of Suspiria. Yeah. I love this. I movie. love that it's fucking so movie. Good. It's so crazy. It's so fuck. good. Directed by Luca Guaginino. Like, yeah. This movie, this is crazy. It's remaking the, the Dario Argento movie about, I'm just going to give it away, about it. witches in a dance studio. Oh, Here's the thing. I know. There's it's actual, beyond that. There's actual dancing in this movie. It's so it good. It serves the plot. Everything about this. is Tilda Swinton yes. is three characters in this yes. movie. Oh, I love Tilda Swinton. And who's that mean actress? Dakota Johnson. Yes, she's, she's so, so good. It's so crazy. And the dancing is so good. It might be my amazing. favorite dance movie. Yeah, I think it is. The dancing is amazing. And also there's a kind of like, if you don't want to dance, honey, then you better not. But like, it's like yeah. witches who are also ready to kill you if your dancing is it's not amazing. So good. Holy. It's so creepy. The practical effects are really good. Oh, yes. Um, and then also Mia Goth is in here. Yes. She's really good. And so is Chloe Moretz. Yes. Chloe Moretz as well. Oh, man. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. Please, for the love of God, watch that movie. It's so crazy. I agree entirely. Not in the exact same vein, but... Also, another nutball movie that I like. It's mostly just slightly problematic because Max Landis is a piece of shit. But outside of that, American Ultra, honestly, I love it. I adore it. It's got Case Stew. It's got fucking Eisenstein. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Jesse Eisenstein. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I love both of them. Obviously, they have this weird chemistry, but this is one of the craziest movies Topher Grace plays this amazing bad guy. There are so many cool, weird character actors in every part of this. Baby Billy is Laffer, one of the spookiest bad guys I've seen in a long time. It's about a stoner who lives in a small town with his girlfriend who takes care of him because he's a fucking moron. And then it turns out that actually he was a little bit, spoiler alert, kind of a sleeper cell agent, maybe the only person who ever worked in the MK Ultra program. And when they try to come and kill him, it doesn't go so hot for anyone because you shouldn't have tried to activate him. And it's such a crazy, cool idea. The writing is really funny. It's kind of got this awesome romance to it that I really adore. And um, Nima Norizadeh, who directed it, I really, really like all the imagery and the framing and the way it looks and the way it feels. It's so good. And the soundtrack is badass. It feels like from another era. 
I highly, highly recommend American Ultra. I don't care that Max Landis is a piece of shit. The rest of that movie is just so fucking good. It's so fucking good. Also, Max Landis is a piece of shit. I'm just saying it. But watch it. Watch it. It's badass. What's another one? Max Landis is a piece of shit. Agreed. Luckily, Agreed. it has nothing to do with this movie. Right. This movie came out last year. It's bizarrely feel good. Yeah. It's a crazy topic. It's something that's happening. I love this movie. Yeah. I started crying during this movie just from the opening credits. Yeah. But it is not a sad movie. Ooh. Parts of it are sad, but you will feel good by the end of it. It is The Farewell, directed by Lulu Wang, starring mm. Aquafina. Yes. The grandmother's dying. They don't tell her that. So they plot this weird scheme to get one of their cousins to marry somebody they just met. And the whole family goes to China to see her to basically just bid her farewell by surrounding her with the people she loves mm. the most. Everybody gets to say goodbye without bringing it up or actually right. saying goodbye. This movie is at the same time epic, but also just it takes its time. It breathes. It feels out. It becomes the movie that it is, and it, the climax is the wedding. But, oh, my God, this movie is yeah so good. I loved it. It's just so good. Agreed. Agreed. Kind of on the same topic, but not exactly the same. My last one is a movie called The Boys from Brazil. <laughs> so not at all. No, well, it's kind of about the death of a family. Um, <laughs> uh, Frank Schnaefner, who directed a lot of stuff, directed Patton and Planet of the Apes and Papillion, like an amazing director, directed it. It's got Gregory Peck and Lawrence Olivier, and Gregory Peck plays Dr. Joseph Mengele, the maniac mad scientist of the Nazi SS, he escapes, he gets to South America, and he starts doing some weird experiments. He's trying to come up with some weird clones, and it's nuts. And the last scene, the last scene in Boys from Brazil, will stick with you for the rest of your life in a kind of awesome way. It is not a traumatic movie. It's just awesome. It's nuts. And the last sequence of that movie, I defy you to watch a scene crazier than the last scene in The Boys from Brazil. It is so... I can't even understand how they made it. I can't even understand what the... Like, how they came up with it. It's wild. I don't want to interrupt you, but did you yeah. see the finale of Space Jam? <laughs> yes, okay. I did. I did. I did. Boys from Brazil, also escapism in my mind, but it's truly wild. And it's nice to have a movie. I think it came out in the 70s. No one was ready for it back then, and it feels like it could have come out right now. It's so good, so cool, and different. The Boys from Brazil is 100% worth watching. Also very timely, spookily timely. In, Sadly. Yeah, right, right, in our politics of today. But check it out. It's very cool. I think that's it. I think that's it on our Amazon Prime. Uh, thank you for listening to our Office Hours team. You're all very handsome or attractive, depending on what you like, okay? Or uh, you're not. You don't like that. You don't like being called handsome or attractive. If you don't you like that, you're fucking ugly, but we love you. <laughs> we love you. You're ghoulish. You're gruesome. Yeah. Um, listen, these are dark times. The blob is running wild in the streets. Do not allow the blob near you. Remember, the blob can't get you if you are wearing clothes. So we'll be back very soon with another Office Hours. <laughs> and uh, while you're hanging out with your friends and family, do some drugs. Have a good time. Have a good time. Eat an edible or two. Board games are fun. Get wild style. We'll talk to you later.